We now interrupt today's regularly scheduled programming for the Collective Perspective Special Edition live on location at Occupy Wall Street. We're now joined by Collective Perspective participants Matthias Lovemotor, Caleb Bannis, Tegan Hartman, and Don Marie. I am with Caleb. Don and Tegan are helping uh, move the Occupy Wall Street Journal currently. They volunteered their time uh, to help. All right, and you now you guys got there Friday at what time? Uh, we must have arrived a little after ten o'clock. And what was the scene like when you got there? Uh, when we got here, it was raining. It was beginning to rain. Uh, we entered the plaza, and the first thing we noticed was that everybody was sleeping on the ground in. Uh, what I've been calling tarp burritos. Um, but there, there's a lot of morale control uh, as a tactic by the police department, and they're not allowing people to erect shelters, which would actually keep them warm or dry. Uh, we tried to sneak our own shelter up uh, using a rope on a tree, and uh, we were immediately beset by four white shirt commander type policemen who uh, were kind of irate right off the bat telling us that uh, they had already told us not to do this and uh, they were they were threatening us so uh, we assured them that we had just gotten here and had uh, requested information from uh, one of the blue shirt police officers who said that he wasn't here to control how we set up our shelters, and he turned a blind eye to it, um, but immediately following the, the white shirt commanders uh, showed up and told us that there is a problem with it and we have to take it on right away. Hmm. And so the result of that, uh, as Caleb had told me, was uh, at least one person being taken away for hypothermia, correct? Uh, my account was there, there were two. There... Hmm. There's a panel truck here uh, labeled WikiLeaks Top Secret Mobile Information Collection Unit. Uh, I have approached the owners of the truck. It, it, they're not affiliated with WikiLeaks at all, um, but there are a bunch of people living in the back of the box truck, and uh, apparently one of them caught hypothermia last evening as well, uh, and they were trying to recuperate him in the back of the truck. Uh, there was also a gentleman... Um, down closer to the stock market building itself uh, who had hypothermia, and I believe they took him away on a stretcher in an ambulance. How did you all avoid having similar circumstances? Uh, well, luckily there were four of us, and uh, despite not being able to uh, tie our tarp to the tree, uh, we managed to find a uh, marble table in the plaza that... Uh, was near a small sitting bench, uh, also marble, and uh, we found a two-gallon container of water and used it as an anchor on one side of the bench and uh, another gallon of water jug on the other side, uh, which connected, uh, we just, you know, created a shelter using a water jug as urban tent stake. Um, we, the tarp that I brought was, was quite large, 
Uh, so we uh, we noticed there was another marble table next to ours, and uh, they're they're quite small, maybe uh, about a four foot by four foot footprint. Um, and there were four people taking residence under one of these marble tables, and they had constructed a shelter, uh, a barrier from rain with cardboard boxes that were propped up, and uh, we put the tarp over them as well um, because the tarp was so large. Um, they were very gracious for that, and later that, e that evening they poked their heads out from under their table and joined us in a, in a, in a discussion of what was going on and uh, thanking us for covering them with the tarp. Hmm. Now, where you are right now, are you in, you're at a media center, and are you uh, enclosed in like a phone booth type apparatus? Uh, no, I'm actually standing on the steps right next to the corner of uh, Broadway and Cedar. Um, the, there, there's a Bank of America here, and uh, a Brown Brothers Harriman building, uh, we're, we we are at the 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 most elevated point of uh, not called One Liberty Plaza, it's called uh, something Ducati Park. Um, the media center is fairly busy uh, right now. There seems to be about three to four other live feeds uh, to locations that I haven't. Uh, been able to track down at this point. They all seem to be part of the Occupy Wall Street organization, uh, judging from the web pages that they're browsing and the information they appear to be posting. Uh, they're running an electrical generator because the police have also turned off the the power to the Zuccotti Park. Uh, so they're, they're running a generator and putting out surge protectors so that people can plug in with their computers charge their phones, charge their camera batteries, um, and deal with their electronic needs. Well, I ask about if you were enclosed because it seems, it sounds very quiet. Well, uh, I, I kind of walked off to the edge of the of the, the gathering here so that we could talk clearly. Um, but I am looking at a, a throng of, at this point, 400 to 500 people, I would say. Um, and, and they're anything but silent. Uh, at the furthest end of the park from where we are, uh, there were people chanting, um, every day, every night, occupy Wall Street. Uh, there, there was an impromptu class of Tai Chi to kind of help people wake up and work out the, the kinks from sleeping in the park. Um, people have been walking around with warm pizzas, oatmeal, fruit baskets, uh, all kinds of food. Um, the, the first thing we noticed, I guess, when we arrived here after the, the tarp burritos, uh, we had a donation of some water and food, and we went over to the kitchen area. And uh, the kitchen is very well stocked. Uh, they're, they're obviously receiving a lot of donations from different sources. Uh, they, they, they've constructed a wall of food on one side about hip level high. Uh, we weren't even able to put the water on the ground uh, because of the amount of food that was there already. Uh, we had to stack it on top of a box full of canned goods that was on top of a box full of canned goods. Um, so everyone here is in, is in fairly good spirits from, from my observation. 
uh, in addition to the food that is located at the, the kitchen area, um, there seem to be people. Uh, we we were gifted by one of the people that we sheltered last night uh, a bunch of. That was that was the free hugs person going on. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> um, uh, we we were gifted a whole box of bagels and cheese this morning, which was really nice to wake up to. Um, sometime around two o'clock last night, after we constructed our shelter and started sort of mingling a little, um, somebody had walked by a local cafe had donated 60 cups of hot coffee and 60 cups of hot tea, and people were walking around uh, with these in boxes stacked three high. Um, it was pretty phenomenal. Got Caleb a coffee. He loved it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how he would function, even, even in an Occupy protest. Um, <laughs> so obviously people are being very generous to you folks with the, the food and the water. Um, from what you had told me about experience arriving there last night and what had happened to a lot of people could people maybe send tarps or blankets um i would say uh bevy sacks and blankets would be a really good thing uh there there seem to be small groups of people camping together um so for them tarps is a good thing but i've also noticed that there's quite a bit of people that are out here by themselves and i think that they have the most uh, potential for illness and hypothermia because they are by themselves and unable to cuddle up with another group of people. Um, so uh, in my camping experience, I believe that Bevy Sacks would probably be the best item to be sending to these people. Um, they, they, have a, they have a station where they're handing out free dry socks as well, uh, which is really nice. I don't know how well stocked they are, but from talking to different people, I know that that's a really popular creature comfort here as uh, though many people are prepared for rain um, they may have forgotten weatherproof shoes so uh, keeping your feet dry is, is a really key component I think to keeping morale up uh, so that would be a good donation as well where would they send those donations that is a fantastic question. Uh, allow me to mosey on over to the information station while I fill you in on some other information. Okay. Um, the organization here has also apparently established a newspaper, which is called the Occupy Wall Street Journal. Um, currently, Tegan and Don are helping in the distribution of that journal. Um, additionally, uh, the the people here have taken the first page of the New York Times today, and there's a lot of excitement um, surrounding the media tent because they're actually able to, they're, they're achieving their goals here uh, in, a, in a slow but determined fashion, and there, there's a bit of excitement uh, that rippled through the crowd when they heard that we had taken the first page of New York Times. Uh, pardon. I am at the information station. Give me a second, and I will ask the question about where we can send donations. Okay. May I ask a quick question? I'm sorry. What, uh, where can we send donations? I'm, I'm speaking to uh, a, a reporter in Pennsylvania, so people will be sending something from the website. There is apparently a link where you can access the UPS location that... Uh, is not off the top of the head of the people here, but it is posted on the website. Um, so again, that's Occupy 
Wall Street, uh, O-C-C-U-P-Y-W-A-L-L-S-T dot org. Okay. Uh, additionally, you can find a live feed of what's going on there. Um, since we were unable to uh, establish a video broadcast. Yeah, I was actually watching some of that uh, yesterday, and some pretty disturbing images, actually, of just you know the way that those who are hired to protect and serve end up treating the very society that they are ostensibly there to protect. Um, yeah. <laughs> we haven't... Uh, I, I personally, and I don't think anyone on our crew here yet has observed any uh, violence on, on behalf of the police department. The, the majority of the police who are here are in the blue shirt, and it, as Caleb was mentioning earlier, there, there's a, there seems to be a, a rift in the department almost. Um, the, the, blue, the blue-shirted policemen are kind of out here sort of helping people out. Uh, like I said, the guy with the hypothermia, uh, once he was discovered, he was attended to rather rapidly, and uh, I actually felt really good about that. Um, it, it was a good contrast to the, the rapidity of our shelter being taken down by the uh, commanders, who are the white shirt policemen. Um, the, the plaza is, however, surrounded uh, by dozens and dozens of police vehicles, uh, riot vehicles, vans, uh, undercover cars, um, the standard interceptors, and at the lowest point of the Zuccotti Park, uh, they've actually uh, erected uh, what appears to be the equivalent of a of like a hunting stand. It's a it's a NYPD lookout tower, and it has uh, at least four different cameras uh, that are uh, rotatable. It, it, it appears there is somebody inside, but there may also be an element of uh, broadcast observation as well, um, because there doesn't appear to be a way in or out of the, the, the station. Um, but every kind of police patrol I have ever seen is here right now. Um, and just from sort of looking around, uh, I would say there's a presence of, uh, around 50 police officers, uh, at all times. Um, so they do seem sort of removed from the plaza. Um, they're all looking at the plaza and, uh, I, I know I've spoken to a lot of different people that they, they do feel kind of uncomfortable and threatened by that. Um, however, I've also talked to people who have tried to get the opinions of an officer, uh, which is an interview we have been unable to secure yet, but we're, we're attempting um, officer interviews and banker interviews as we're here. Um, but the officer that this other gentleman talked to uh, showed solidarity in what was going on. Um, he, he was a police officer of a minority group, and uh, someone had said, you know, what, what do you think about what's going on here? Are you with us or against us? And uh, apparently he had cracked a large and genuine smile and uh, responded, I'm totally with you guys, and I'm not going to do a thing. So that's, that's kind of the situation with the police. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I was reading an article, and stop me anytime if there's something going on that we should know about, but uh, reading an article in, in from one of my favorite uh, reporters, Glenn Greenwald, and and then I was led to the, the another article talking about what's behind uh, the disdain for the protesters there, and it, there really this really seems to be a philosophical or an existential crisis for a lot of people that that are knowing this is going on because right now there I know that there are lots of different types of people at your protest but there I think this is this is a defining moment for a young generation right now and for those who who need this society to make sense even when it's taking advantage of them there's uh, there's an internal defense mechanism I think that gets kicked in uh, so even though the banks might be taking advantage of of a friend of ours or, or all of us, there are some people who need society to make sense so much that they would rather have that corruption so that society still has institutions they've known about their whole life and it works rather than, than see that collapse and have to start over. So I think that some people are actually uh, really against what you're doing because you're you're making a society unravel in their mind. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, before I came up here, um, I had read a Huffington Post article uh, that was emphasizing that the people who are gathering here are doing so in a peaceful way and are merely looking for a discussion. Um, you know, they're, they're, I have seen a list of demands today. Unfortunately, I only have a picture of it, and I don't have that camera open to that picture right in front of me. Um, but from the, the ten demands that were on this paper, um, they were very clear, broad, and humanist. There, there wasn't anything that I thought was a bad idea. <laughs> um, now, that's just my opinion, of course, but I... I'm, I feel fairly sensitive to both sides of the situation, um, just because I, I like to try and keep an open mind to things. Um, and I, I believe that the demands being placed on the table here are, are quite reasonable, and uh, only only in the pursuit of an actual equality. Now, equality is debatable. And that's the debate that I was observing on the Huffington Post article. Um, uh, there, there were many people who were holding the opinion that people who are poor are poor because they are not working hard. Um, personally, uh, I'm I'm broke. I I I work very hard, and uh, I have nothing to show for it. Um, one of, one of my friends the other day, I'll. I'll Use that quote on Facebook that I posted. Had, had has been working really hard uh, to support himself and to support his apartment, and uh, his wages began being garnished, and now he's unable to afford his apartment. And uh, he, he, in dismay, suggested that he had failed in, as an adult. Um, and I feel that that kind of sentiment is, is sort. Sort of pervasive here among these people. Um, there, there, there are obviously a lot of people out here putting a lot of energy 
and uh, and money into this event, and the the return is is only in hopes of the opportunity of actually being heard. The opposition that people are are voicing, at least on the Huffington Post, um, seems to me to be coming from uh, a platform of of establishment. Like they they've already been secured their section of money and security, and they don't see that, that that security hasn't been threatened yet. Um, but it, I think you look at the situation with, with intelligence and truly understand what's going on uh, with the Federal Reserve, the debt ceiling, um, the continuation of, of loaning money without the resources to actually back it up. Uh, it, it doesn't take that much of a stretch of mind to realize that uh, we, we are impoverishing not just our country, um, but the entire globe. Uh, due to the industries and cultures that we're trying to push forward with this Americanism ideal, uh, where we have a majority of the resources in a, in a you know a relatively small country. Uh, if every country were to use as many resources as we have, we'd need several planets to actually sustain that uh, behavior. And I personally don't believe that one country should have that kind of privilege uh, when the technology and the, the philosophical development of, of humanity should be on the level where that, should, that kind of mentality should be construed as dangerous. Um, so that would be my rebuttal to the people who believe that what's going on here is, is a threat to continuing on, on their path. I think that with a little bit of calm discussion with uh, nonviolent communication skills that we can all agree that there is a problem here, whether it's affecting you personally or not. Um, it is affecting you personally. Uh, it, it just may not be in a way that you recognize at, at this time. Um, perhaps in the same way that one might say, well, if I have a drug problem, it doesn't hurt society. It's only hurting me. But if everyone were to have a drug problem, you'd see the problem with that right away. True. Now, you know, you were referencing the demands. Uh, I actually have that in front of me, and I'll, I'll read it now. On September 21st, 2011, Troy Davis, an innocent man, was murdered by the state of Georgia. Troy Davis was one of the 99%. Ending capital punishment is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, the richest 400 Americans own more wealth than half of the country's population. Ending wealth inequality is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, four of our members were arrested on baseless charges. Ending police intimidation is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, we determined that Yahoo lied about OccupyWallStreet.org being in spam filters. Ending corporate censorship is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, roughly 80% of Americans thought the country was on the wrong track. Ending the modern Gilded Age is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, roughly 15% of Americans approved of the job Congress was doing. Ending political corruption is our one demand. 
On September 21st, 2011, roughly one-sixth of Americans did not have work. Ending joblessness is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, roughly one-sixth of America lived in poverty. Ending poverty is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, roughly 50 million Americans were without health insurance. Ending health profiteering is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, America had military bases in, in around 130 out of 165 countries. Ending American imperialism is our one demand. On September 21st, 2011, America was at war with the world. Ending war is our one demand. So I think those are some pretty uh, humane demands myself. The, yeah, I, I, I think those demands are reasonable. Um, and, and, I don't know, I, I'm not sure right now what a word more powerful than reasonable would be. Hmm. Um, but to me, personally, it, it seems more than reasonable. Uh, it's, you know, entirely appropriate. Um, perhaps the only way of behaving that would discontinue the world's opinion of Americans uh, being negative and childish. Um, I think that that's a, a good direction to try and move it at this time. So, what are the plans for, uh, for the events of today? Do you have a, a set list of times where things are going on? Uh, at 3 o'clock, there seems to be a general march um, that is organizing on the fly right now. It seems that we're going to be joining with three different labor unions. Okay. And... Uh, Perhaps more will show up. Uh, we're not totally sure at this time, but at three o'clock seems to be the the time that the main protest occurred. Okay, I'm not for sure how long that will will last. Uh, I'm going to continue working on trying to set up the laptop. Uh, if if we can't get the broadcast uh, sent through Skype, I'd at least like to start sending you a picture files. Um, I've been taking dozens and dozens of pictures. Uh, there's, there's this lot going on. I couldn't possibly touch on it all in this phone interview. Um, but we have other other documentation that we're taking aside from these. I can't discussions. wait to see them. Can't wait to see them. Uh, it seems we just picked up a copy of the New York Times that is talking about uh, what's going on here. And we're also going to bring back the uh, Occupy Wall Street publications as they come out as much as we can. I'm not sure. We may end up coming back early uh, due to the, the collection of people here. Um, I'm not sure how safe I feel uh, staying here without <laughs> a, a specific ride back. And at this time, I've been unable to secure a $45 um, megabus ticket back. So if I, if I don't... Uh, get that sponsor, we're probably going to end up coming back this evening, uh, but we are working hard all day. Keep up the good work, and, you know, this is your experience, and this is uh, this is our chance to share what's going on there with uh, Williamsport and the world, so whatever you can get out of it, 
it's good for all of us. So we'll take it. Cool. Yeah, Don and I are also planning on uh, going down to the protest in D.C. The protest starts at 6, so I think we're probably going to get down there around the 8th. All right. Love you a lot more. Yeah, a lot more to cover down there for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, Isaac. Yeah, be safe, brother. You too. Okay. This has been a special edition of The Collective Perspective, live from Occupy Wall Street. We now return to our regularly scheduled programming.